Brad, I hear you. I hear you bought something today. I did. I did. Not just something. I mean, you bought no something was... that you've never purchased. Well, you've purchased. Go ahead and explain to the audience what you bought. Uh, all right. Um, I bought a MacBook today, and uh, it's interesting because for those of you that don't know, which would be all of you, uh, I'm not the biggest fan. I guess you would say of of Apple products. He's not. No. Not in the not in the slightest. No. So, it was, so a, it was a big jump. Let's say it was a big uh, it was a big purchase to drop a uh, you know a couple thousand dollars on a on a machine, especially an Apple product. So. And I'm sitting here with the iPhone XS Max. I had the iPhone Seven. I had the iPhone Six. I had the iPhone Four. Got my first iPhone like 10 years ago. Have had Apple products since I was like in college. Yeah. Full subscriber. And, and, and Brad here, he was sitting around when Android came out with the very first concept. Yeah. And was like all excited. And since yeah. since, since the beginning of the like battle between Apple and well, I was, the rest of the world. I was excited about the first iPhone. When it came out, I remember being amazed, but it was just so unobtainable at that point in time too. When it yeah. first came out, at least it, it just didn't seem, you know, feasible. So, and then I and so then through, I moved on to other things, but but yeah, we can talk about that any, later in a bit here. Um, <laughs> so I guess before we get into today's episode, yes, welcome. Brad, tell us what our premise is, guys. Welcome to our our podcast. Um, the how'd you get here post podcast um basically two guys just a uh, simpletons and basically we 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 thought it'd be interesting to talk about the journey and how people get to where they land on things whether it be opinions uh where you're at in life um different you know perspectives and uh sit down and talk about it and so it's how we got to where we land on different topics uh different um situations in life whether that be personal professional opinionated uh, whatever it might be so yeah. we're gonna we have a little discussion and, and maybe you might le- learn a thing or two uh, so kick so back relax kind of a, and uh hopefully yeah. we, we talk about some stuff that you guys find interesting yeah this first episode's a little bit laid back talking about something easy talking about technology um yeah we do plan to get into some heavy stuff i'm trying to make brad cry in one of these first early episodes it will probably so happen it's gonna get real up in here but first yes we need to talk about about your decision to buy an Apple product. Sure, sure. Let's talk about it. What do you want to know? So, uh, since I first met you, you've been <laughs> n- not one to 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 go for Apple products. And let me tell the audience real quick a story. You like have oh, told me this gosh. so many times. Here we go. You, your mom or your sister, <laughs> someone had an iPod. No, I had the iPod. <laughs> you, it was your iPod. It was my iPod. It was the you iPod. iPod. So. Let me give a little bit of background. It was the <laughs> iPod, uh, I think it was called the iPod Video, um, or maybe it was called the iPod Midi- Media, um, but it was the first one to have a screen. And so, well, yeah. I should I should clarify. They all had screens, I believe, but it wasn't that black and white, uh, I don't know if you call it LCD screen. It was the first one that could play like videos Video. and movies. It was very small. It was like an inch tall, but it, and it still had the little turn wheel that clicked. But it yep. was the first one that you could really watch. Like the the other ones was just it would just display text. It wouldn't you couldn't watch videos on. So and uh, so this was a very it was very expensive. It was like four hundred five hundred dollars for this thing that played music. <laughs> but yes, carry on the story. <laughs> so 
he has this iPod. And is it you? I mean, someone it is, breaks it. Was it was me. No, it was a, it was a Christmas gift. And so, to me. So, so Brad broke his fancy, expensive Apple product at the time. Yeah. And, and the way that it broke, and I'll give a little, I'll, I'll, I'll give this too. The way that it broke is that I took it to school for the first time. And you weren't supposed to have it in school. And what kids would do is they'd take the headphones and they'd, wa- they'd like feed them through their sleeve. And then they'd yeah. sit like with their hand uh, on, their, on their ear like they were just resting their head. And they'd listen to music. And so I was doing that, and I and I decided I needed to go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom. I had my my phone, or not my phone, sorry, my iPod in my jacket pocket, and it was fed. The earphones were fed up through my uh, sleeve. And I went to the sleeve. bathroom, and yeah. I and I took my coat off because it was warm in the bathroom, and I slung it over like the stall door, and it slid mm-hmm. out of the pocket and fell <laughs> and hit the ground. And it was only Sharon. like. It was only it only fell like I don't know two feet, not even. It was just. So here's here's the customer support call that took place <laughs> next, right? Here, Brad calls calls in, and and he says, you know, Apple customer care number one support, you know, group in the world says, hi, welcome to you know Apple support. What can I do for you? <laughs> and Brad says, well, I dropped my iPod. I would I would like you to send me a new one because I, I broke it and I feel like it's your responsibility to, to no, fix my No, that's iPhone. not what happened. No, see, you're, you're, you're changing <laughs> subjects. All right. What happened was we called and we said, hey, we broke the iPod. We know that it's our fault. We would like to, could we buy one from you off at wholesale? So like at a discounted rate to try to replace the one that, that, um, that we've, we've destroyed, obviously. We just bought it and it, it broke so easily. It broke so easily. It was only like a foot off the ground, and the screen just shattered. Could we just buy one so that you don't mess, you don't lose money, but we don't have to go buy another <laughs> five hundred dollar machine <laughs> to replace? Okay, this just one. so the audience knows, he declined his Apple Care. Um, I didn't even know Apple Care was a thing. Probably wasn't. That was so long ago. Was it even around? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, he didn't get a free iPod no. out of the deal, and. You know, since that date, and there's, I know, I know there's more that goes into it. There's different philosophies at play between Apple yeah. and Google. Well, but. first, before even the wholesale thing, we called the Apple store to see if we could get it fixed or somehow repaired. And it was the same cost, or essentially the same cost as buying a new one to get yeah. it replaced. And when he Which told us that, when he told us that, we said, well, well, why is it so expensive? And he said, well, because you broke the screen and that's where a lot of the cost comes from is in that screen. And at the time, it was a very good screen. At the time, it was a very expensive screen. And so that's what piqued our interest to call Apple directly and try to get one, purchase one at cost from them. We were like, well, look, we know it's expensive for this screen. That's what broke. You know, fixing it is going to be the cost. Could we just this one time purchase one directly from you? And look, it may yep. have not been the best strategy, okay, or the best idea. And I understand that, yeah, if they do it for me, they got to do it for everybody, and they're 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 in the the business to make money. Here's the clincher: what made turn me off from Apple completely. What Everyone we talked to, and I think we talked to like three to five people eventually, and we got mm-hmm. pretty. I don't remember how high up we got, but we got pretty high. I remember. Yeah. Um, in Apple's manufacturing department, everyone we talked to was so belittling and rude and uh, and just didn't seem to care 
at all from the Apple store employees to the people that actually worked for Apple. And for the longest time, I said, well, if that's how they're going to treat, I, I, I didn't, we didn't go into it with high hopes. We were trying. We knew that we were trying to, to do something impossible. Not impossible, but difficult. Um, that probably wasn't going to happen. But everyone was so unnecessarily rude and snooty that it turned us off from Apple products. Well, apparently it didn't turn my mom off because she, she loves <laughs> Apple. But it definitely turned me off. I said, if that's the way they're going to be, I'm not going to buy into this company. I'm not going to continue to purchase these products. And so I, n- I never did from then point on. So to name drop our podcast, how'd you get here? That's how exactly did you how go it. buy an Apple product today? Blissful and yeah. happy and oh, oh, pulling off the, well, you haven't got it yet, but yeah. you'll be like unboxing it. I'll get it Monday, which is, it's, it's uh, Thursday now. So in a few days. Um, yeah, so obviously that happened. So for the longest time, I, I didn't like Apple products. Um, and then I went to school to become a graphic designer. <laughs> yeah. And obviously graphic designers, uh, you know, need, or not need, but it's, it's, it's recommended to use Apple computers and Apple products. So, um, but before we get that, why don't we stop with, start with you and, and let's catch <laughs> up on your story. How did you become such an Apple fanboy? You know, because you're the other side of the argument. We've always clashed heads, you know, in the past as far as like you love Apple. You subscribe to everything. You buy yep. into the whole mentality of it. You're the Apple fanboy, right? So how yep. did you like what? Become a fanboy? And and I think that's the, yeah, that's the difference is like you you and other people that are such Apple. Like I don't have a case on my phone and my phone's not an iPhone either, but I don't have a case on it. I've never put a case on my phone. I don't get that mentality of like, okay, I buy this beautiful phone. It's super thin and like everything gets, and then they put this huge bulking case on it. So I guess just catch me up on like, how did you get from like, how did you get to to be such a fan of of Apple? So for one, I've got like a paper thin case on my phone. And if I dropped it from my pants to the floor, it would just shatter. (laughs) But (laughs) just um, like my, just like my iPod. So just like you back in like middle school, maybe Uh even like middle school, high school, I had the little, you know, little iPod. I had like the Nano. I had a couple different versions of the Nano. Yeah. And I don't know, like I got my first cell phone and it was a flip phone, but I don't know how I got really to the part where I was like, okay, I want an iPhone. And then basically from the time I got my first iPhone, like every keynote, Every like I got a I had a Mac computer first. What was your and so yeah. so what was your first iPhone like? What generation of it? I think it was the iPhone four. Four. Okay. So it was. I don't know. I don't remember. So so the iPhone's been around for a while because I remember I remember the first time I was actually impressed be, before the first iPhone was yeah. the three G. I think it was called mm-hmm. the iPhone three G, which I don't know why they yeah, put that the was... G on there, but. That was the one right before the four, obviously being the three. But that was yeah. the one where it's like, oh, this is this is actually pretty cool again. I think this is something mm-hmm. that, and that's what sparked a very small flame that would eventually, I guess, <laughs> grow to be <laughs> for me at Which least. Which you would never admit to me until now, but look, but yes, they're the one thing I'll admit is that they're not bad products. I know there's a lot of people out there that that bash them and say that there's bad products. I just never subscribe to the idea that. One thing I didn't like specifically was that you have to buy kind of into the ecos- ecosystem. 
that, sure. you yeah. know, there's a lot of things where it's like, like I don't have an iPhone. I don't have an Apple watch. I don't have all an iPad, all that. So when I do get my computer, there's a lot of things that are just going to be useless, you know, that I, yeah. not necessarily useless, but that I don't subscribe to, or that I can't necessarily use in such ease as somebody who does do that. So, yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, and like me, I've had the computer. I had, I haven't had a watch, but I've had people that have the watch, mm-hmm. and I've got the iPad, and you've had the watch. The whole you, ecosystem. I think you sold it though, right? Did you, I did. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah did. I was gonna say you had the watch. Don't don't give me that. Don't try <laughs> to sneak that past me. You had. I want the, the new watch. one anyway. That's besides the point. Yeah. Um, I, but it's a philosophy thing too, right? I mean, you've been in the Google camp for a long time. You're I do still like in Google. the Google camp. Yeah. So you're okay having both worlds? I feel like so many people are, I oh, am. I'm 100% this or 100% that. Yeah, no, I I definitely am. And I, I wouldn't even say I'm 100% to the Google world because the Chromebooks, I don't I don't like the Chromebooks either. And I don't like them because they can't run all the Adobe, the Adobe suite. Yeah. And, um, and I think that that's kind of a fallback, even though, you know, Chromebooks are, are pretty nice. So I've been in kind of 50-50, I guess, for like more your, your computing power and computers. I've been Microsoft and for, you know, more mobile stuff. And what I really don't like and what I do like specifically about Apple is their mobile products. I don't like the iPad and I don't like the iPhone. I think that they're, they're too baby down. I like the fact that I have a lot of custom, customizability with my Android um, mm-hmm. And that's where I think iPhone or uh, Android really shines. I think it's it's you know you have so much at your fingertips that most of the people using them don't even realize what they can do. And I think one of my proudest mobile moments is the day that we had that that I had just gotten um, I had just upgraded to my Motorola, and you had just recently yeah. upgraded to your uh, was it iPhone six or iPhone six, five? Probably. I think it was a six. Six. And I came in and I said, do you like my new iPhone? You said, no. What are you talking about? Like, you don't have an iPhone. And I showed you and it, it was a basically it looked exactly the same as what iOS, whatever version <laughs> of iOS was running. And it was just a, it was just a loader. And that's essentially what you have is that as, you know, as a designer, I could make my own icon pack for all my apps and then load it in. You know, you mm-hmm. can download other designer stuff. You can, you can customize it. It's, 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 endless and i think that that's why you know it's open source software and i think that's i'm a i'm a big fan of open source i'm not necessarily a big fan of google specifically i'm a big fan of open source and when google does stuff that's closed source and isn't you know open source i'm not the biggest fan of it and i think i like android because it's open source i think i like open source software i think that there's a lot of stuff in open source specifically you know even in 3d printing you know open source resources you you see things that are people are 3D printing limbs, you know, and robotics. Um, That's really cool stuff. So I think it's more that I subscribe to the idea that open source is more progressive, and I like that concept. So is it totally out of the realm of possibility that you would ever have an iPhone? No. It's not not completely out of the realm. It's very slim, but... You know, if it's iPhone or no phone kind of situation, then, you know, or if, if Android goes away or if, you know, Google decides, okay, yeah, we're getting rid of Android and we're going to do this the, the Apple way and we're going to do this closed software. We're only going to have one phone 
you know, that we manufacture, that we kind of control. I like having options. I like being able to jump from company to company. I've kind of done that. I started with like LG and then I went to HTC and then I jumped to Motorola and now I have the Pixel phone, um, which I don't remember who manufactures the most recent one. Um, but they even use different manufacturers. I think the one I have is manufactured by LG. Um, but I know they, you know, I, even I had a Nexus tablet, which I think Huawei, uh, manufactured, they, they like to, to use different companies and kind of, um, you know, see who can, can put out the best product. And I think that that keeps things competitive. I think that that keeps things, um, interesting. It keeps companies on their toes because everybody wants to, to sort of, uh, buy in and I'm not saying that that does that Apple's not competitive but I think that they kind of I feel like the, they're not as innovative as maybe people give them credit for uh, I see yeah. things from like that the you know the eight still you know other than than face ID what from the eight is really and slight increases in in you know processing oh, power in the you. camera. Okay, yes, please tell me, because my <laughs> my because I know a few people who still have the eight and it's and then I've I've seen a few X's like compared to it, it it looks the same to me. It's it's You've just all the same. You've got the emoji. Yeah, You've but come got... on, let's be honest. <laughs> you, you use that all the time. You use that. It's really important to you that emoji. It's actually super funny. My I'm wife sure, just got. I'm sure it's great for iPhone. five minutes, but yeah, you gonna you gonna send that to everybody? Really? Hey, send you can't you can't argue the marketing tactics of Apple, though, huh? I mean, their I mean, ad campaigns are are good. They're not bad, but I think that if you look at a lot of the recent Google ad campaigns, even like all the way back to 2014, not similar. I think that they're you know dra- sometimes similar, but sometimes also drastically different. And I think they're just as good. Um, yeah. You know, you you have, I think MKBHD did a video, a really good video of like why early Android failed. And that's because it was really a, a lot up to the carriers to advertise yeah. it. And he showed a video where it's like, here's the Apple, you know, commercial. And it was basic, you know, typical Apple, a white background person using the phone, showing the functions of the phone. And mm-hmm. then he showed an Android ad, which was put on by Verizon, not Google, not Android, not even the company yeah. selling the phone which I think in the in the video was a Motorola device. It was Verizon. And it was a girl, like an action movie. It was like a girl fighting this, this like, robot. Yeah. And then at the end, it was like, droid. And, you know, <laughs> it did that thing. And then it was like, and then it showed the phone for like a split second. It, it didn't make any sense. And so I think that Android sort of stepped off on the wrong fit, foot. It was positioned to be a competitor to Apple and what Apple was doing which was a good choice because it was needed, but no mm-hmm. one was really in control of it because it was open source. And so now right. you have Google sort of stepping in years later, unfortunately, but now we see Android being so successful on all these different devices and people really understanding it. Problem with early Android is that because it's open source, you can do whatever you want with it. And so what would happen is you would have LG and you'd have a Samsung phone right next to each other and they'd look so different because they would change them so drastically. And mm-hmm. so now we see a lot of support, what's called stock Android. And the fact that, you know, Android in its purest form across multiple devices. Um, and, and you see that um, now getting a lot of support because it's, it's offering one experience where you can go from phone to phone and still get a good experience. You don't have to sort of relearn what everything is because, you know, the 
unfortunately the fact of it being open source, which I think is a plus, in its early days was also a hindrance in its success. Yeah. And I think that that threw a lot of people off. It was so different. They'd upgrade to another phone and maybe they changed from an HTC to an LG and it's a whole new user experience. And that throws a lot of people off and rubs people the wrong way, which I can understand. So. Well, I think it's worth it. I mean, I think it's worth it. You know, it's healthy competition, as you said, yeah. to have the Apple, the, you know, we do it all, we control it all, walled garden type thing. And then you've got, Google, who's like, you know, let's all work together to build the best platform. And now they're kind of just, I mean, they're not becoming more like Apple, but they're kind of trying to bring some of the hardware in too, right? And yeah. just put together a great phone experience all the way through yeah. instead of just the software. Okay, so. here's a question. How'd you get here? So how did you, how do you justify the price? Because that's something else that, that's always bothered you bothered me about apple is they're just so darn expensive and i'm not saying they're not worth it i'm not saying that i'm just saying they are much more expensive than the competition you got to give it that and so how do you look at something like the phone you just bought you have the the xs right the most yeah the max okay xs max and you said it cost how much twelve hundred dollars yeah okay which is a lot of money uh what was your pixel you have the pixel 2 yeah so my pixel pixel 2 x uh, or my Pixel 2 um, XL was just about $800. So it's still pretty okay. pricey. But for $800 versus, I mean, it's $400 difference. It's, that's a, that's a, all, you can get phones for that price, $400. Android phones, I mean. I mean, I think Apple just, there's, I think you can get away with it because the experience, you know, it's all about the customer experience and mm-hmm. the way I feel when I hold the phone. And it might not be any more, you know, powerful or have better features or this and that but sure. it works great it's easy to use when i hold it it feels premium and i like the company and the message and the way i'm told to feel yeah. with it you know the way Just you're from a the very, way you're told to feel <laughs> yeah no like from a marketing perspective yeah. i mean for those listening i'm marketing brad's also marketing more kind of graphic design focused too mm. and i just i get it it makes sense they're marketing I mean, both companies now yeah. are marketing very well, but Apple since the beginning has been about the experience and about, you know, getting you to feel a certain way. Right. And I think they've done a really good job of that. So instead of saying, okay, this company's telling me what I should feel or telling me like this, you just kind of, you say, yes, I, I, I see that I accept it, but they're doing it because they know it's, it's the best. They know what they're doing. I trust them. I'm just kind of going with the flow, even though you know you're market, being marketed to, even though you know, yeah. yeah, maybe I'm paying a little bit more than I should be for this phone or this product. It's going to be worth it in the end because, look, this is the top of the line. This is what I want. Everything's working together, and I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's I back could, to the philosophy. And it's yeah. like, the, you know, Apple fan people get this um, you know, connotation as like sheep, you know, like the Apple sheep. Sure. And we just follow the herd and... That's just, it just yeah. it's just easy. You know, it's well, familiar. You, you get that sort of thing with anything. I, th- I feel like there's people out there that are, do that for anything, like even Microsoft, even though you don't think of it. But I've, I, yeah. I'm sure there's Microsoft fanboys and Google fanboys. And I'm just one to where it's, I've never been specifically one person. I've been a big advocate of Android specifically just because I like it so much. But, and I think open source is really, is a really good thing for everyone. Um, yeah. But I think that that's been a 
specifically for Apple, though, that's been a big a big issue just because there are people out there who are more spoken than others that it's like, wow, if you don't have an Apple, what are you doing? You know, where it's just right. sort of and, and that's, I guess, maybe not all of it, not even very much, but maybe has helped me stay away from them for so long. Where it's just like, what are the like what? It's a computer or it's a phone. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. the way I like my phone. But if I had to replace it with a different, I'd be like, okay, you know, it's it's a phone. As long as it's doing what I need it to do, yeah. why go out of... And the only reason I, I bought the one that I bought is because I can afford it. And, you know, I'd like to have a good experience. And it's pure Android, which I really like. Yeah. Which was, If more phones had pure Android, then there'd be more competition for me. You know. And back to the reason for the purchase. It's not like I'm an exclusive Apple only because for work, I use a work, you know, a Windows 10. Oh, yeah, that's Dell. right. And even on this editing right now, I'm using a, you know, a Dell Windows 10 okay. just because I haven't upgraded my Mac in like five years. And, the, yeah. you know, the um, Adobe, all the Adobe suite works a lot better in this Windows PC. And so yeah, okay. I'm at the stage now where I just use whatever tech is better for my needs. If I had the five grand, I'd go buy a brand new, right, you know, right. Mac Pro. But yeah, I'm not about to, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's expensive Apple stuff. So kind of like what you said, I'll, I buy the phone because I can afford it. I waited two years, so I'm not upgrading every single year something comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also, I don't know, it's hard because I'll sit and watch every single keynote that yeah. Apple does. <laughs> but I can also watch it and be like, oh, that's really cool. Like, you know, that's awesome. Yeah. But I can. I don't get that urge to go buy the HomePod or to buy the next Apple Watch. Yeah, um, like I used to, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I've I've I bought this my phone, the Pixel, the Pixel Two, pretty quickly after they came out with it. It wasn't right after, but pretty quickly. And I think now they just had the keynote for the Pixel Three, and I think that's where I'm at now, where it's like I've seen it. It it it's better. The camera's better. Like mm-hmm. everything's upgraded, but it's still essentially the same. To an extent. Yeah. I mean, they've added uh, quite, you know, some pretty impressive features. But it's like, it's not enough to where it's like, I need that. I'll wait for the 4. Because the 4 will come out with even better than the 3. And then I'll be up to date. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I can skip every other one. And I'm not yeah. jumping at the bit or waiting in lines to, you know, get the next best thing. And that's always kind of fascinated me. You know, it's like, well, why do mm-hmm. people why do people do that? Why do people wait in line for a phone, you know, that, that if they just wait three days, you know, three more days will be readily available. They can just walk into Best Buy and get it. You know, mm-hmm. why do they need exactly. it that moment? Yeah. Well, and I'm also at a stage in my life now where I've just got a house and I'm buying like appliances yeah. and have to take care of random stuff for a house that I never knew I'd have to take care of. Shh, don't give, and so go, my, don't give too much away. We got to talk about that in, a, in another okay. episode here, Sam. All right. Slow, well, let's, slow let's down. Bring, Sam, Sam's getting excited for the podcast guys. All right. So let's bring this one home. So I, I don't want to belittle our audience, but I want to kind of like after every episode have a, like not a takeaway, but like, okay some kind of sound reflection and I don't want it to be mm. like, Oh, it's story time. Now Brad's going to tell us what he learned. <laughs> but like, I think from our conversation, it's clear that, you know, we've both, what have we learned from our journey? Like, I think we've both just kind of matured and like, yeah, I don't even know if that's a right word. No, we've, I think that that's right. And I think that cause when we were, I don't want to say arguing, but when we did have more of, well, I guess it was arguments, but 
yeah. know, polite arguments. It was more of like I did subscribe more to the idea of I just hate Apple because of that. You know, yeah. I've just always I I was I was you know rubbed the wrong way that one time and then it's just always been like eh apple's eh whatever you know <laughs> and then somebody comes along that likes apple and it's like eh why do you like that company that company's just and so now with me purchasing a, a macbook it's like you know what macbooks are really a great computer especially for graphic design and mm-hmm. as a graphic designer i should have or treat myself to the best that's out there and you know that is you know there's probably just as good if not better uh microsoft products or products routing microsoft but you know what like a lot of people work with mac because it's plug and play too you know yeah you get it you open it up you load adobe up and it, and it works and you can expect it to work you don't have to upgrade ram you don't have to do all this other stuff to it you know um and and i do like that and i think that my as you said we matured and I am at a point in my life where it's like, yeah, okay, cool. I don't, I can put this away or to the side and, yeah, um, you know, make that purchase. And for me, I think it's like, you know, priorities are shifting a little bit, but it's also, you know, like you said, like I was such a hard diehard fan for a long time. And now as like, I'm learning more about marketing and like, I'm just ad- admiring, you know, Apple's strategy and their approach and their philosophy. And I just, I kind of subscribe to that now more than I do like, oh, I must buy the next yeah. iPhone type thing. It's the best iPhone they've ever made. Oh, every the, year. The most recent <laughs> one. I mean, I hope it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, exactly. I get that mentality, you know. of, of And I think a lot of people, um, I think it's a pretty mature answer to say that because I think a lot of people have that feeling where it's like, I have to have the next one. I have to have the next best thing, you know, the latest version. Otherwise, I don't feel good about myself or i don't feel like i'm i'm reaching the full potential that i yeah whatever it might be or that i'm you know and i think that there's that status symbol and i think exactly that's one of the things that maybe has you know rubbed me away from it of why do we why do we need this or so well let's wrap it there um again guys this is the may and miller podcast episode one if you enjoyed this it's not the may and miller podcast it's the how do we get here how right. you get and we're not going to cut that out of post <laughs> we had another all podcast mistakes all back mistakes. in the day we're not going to bring up our old podcast but yeah we we're doing this we're going to get into some heavier topics um brad anything else you want to say just hey thanks guys for listening um you know this is our first episode if if you're listening to this right now from the bottom of our hearts thank you so much um we owe you a lot um hopefully you'll tune in next time um we want to talk about some really cool topics. We got a lot of stuff planned. Uh, we hope to continue in the future. So if you like what we're talking about, if you like the concept, if you like the idea, please keep listening. Um, it helps us out a lot and stay tuned for more. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right, Brad. Till next time. All right. We'll see you guys.